Good morning, Rain fans, and welcome back to the Rain Check Game Day Forecast presented by Rotolo Chevrolet. Josh Schaefer and Jared Schaffron with you, getting you set for Game 2 of this weekend's two-game tilt in Tucson as the Rain visit the Roadrunners for the second consecutive game. And Jared, a 5-1 victory for the Rain last night. Uh, the game got out of hand, not just on the scoreboard, but also in the box score itself with the amount of penalty minutes. The two teams combined for over 80 penalty minutes in the game. Tucson had the majority with 46, but in the end, the rain pulled away thanks to a Martin Kromiak hat trick. Yeah, and, you know, that was a pretty great performance for Ontario on the power play, and we've talked about it with Marco Sturm so often, but it bears repeating, especially after a game like last night's, where... You win special teams, you can win no matter what the actual run of play is. Like if you get good goaltending and your special teams is is good and effective, you know, the Rain were outshot fifteen to four in the first period. They won the game five to one. They're outplayed, I would say, for the first half of the game, pretty handedly, you could say Tucson was the better team. But Ontario led at that point, and then the Roadrunners really took themselves out of the game. By continuing to take penalties, uh, and and then just Ontario just kept piling up power play goals. They scored three of them, and all of a sudden Tucson's momentum is completely shot. Uh, and I think you know even later in the game, third period was really mostly dominated by Ontario, despite the fact that Tucson was the better team for a large part of the first half of the game. They come away with nothing because they took so many penalties. Yeah, they took a lot of penalties. Um, th- I think the penalties they took are. Uh, if roles were reversed and it was the rain taking those penalties, honestly, I think we'd call them dumb penalties. And, and I think that Marco Sturm would not be happy with the way that his team would have responded. Instead, it's the other way around, and it was the Roadrunners taking those penalties, and ultimately the rain go 3-for-7 on the power play, one game after they go 0-for-4, and they go 3-for-3 three three on the penalty kill, and a game following a night against the Bakersfield Condors where the rain killed just two of the six penalties they, they, they were up against. They gave up four power play goals. And I think another thing that stands out is 38 penalty minutes in the game, only six of those 38 resulted in Tucson power plays, and the rain killed off all three of them with relative ease. So the, the penalty kill and the power play special teams as a whole, uh, as Marco Sturm will tell you, is always the most important and is, is what determines games. And that's absolutely what determined the game on Friday night. And we've talked so much about why the rain are a, a good road team and maybe why they haven't been as good as home at home. And I, I mean, it could be as simple as they've converted on special teams more often both power play and penalty kill when they're on the road. When they're on the road, penalty kill is over 90% this season. They've only allowed seven goals on the power play the whole season on the road. We're now more than halfway through the season. At home, they're at like 75% on the penalty kill. So we can revisit that when the rain return home, which they will have a home game uh, this week. They'll have three of them coming up this, this next week. And, you know, I think that'll be a pretty big key for the, for the team. But it's as simple as, hey, can, if you can figure out special teams, you're going to have a great chance of winning the game, regardless of how you play five on five. And I think Marco Sturm's kind of figured that out because he wasn't used to this many penalties. But, you know, one of the things he kept saying to us at the beginning last year when he was getting used to the AHL, I can't believe how many penalties there are. And, the, and some of these games, you know, you can expect, and we've talked about it, teams like Tucson, San Jose, these more physical teams – that are in the Pacific Division, if you're good on the power play, you know the power plays are going to come. So if you can convert, you've got a great chance of winning the game. 
It's funny, and I'm sure this happens to you too, but people ask me all the time, Josh, why are the rain so lethal on the road and why are they so inconsistent at home? And I think you just answered the question. It's, it's the special teams, clearly. The power play, the penalty kill are both lights out on the road and at home they're inconsistent. Now, why that is a thing, I can't tell you. And I don't know if you can either, but I think that pretty much sums up the theory at least through half of the season. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? I think give a lot of credit. There's a lot of guys on this rain team that had never played in Tucson. They they didn't know the building. And you look at Eric Portillo uh, going into last night's game. He had not played a second at the Tucson Convention Center. And he was tested immediately. Tons of shots early on. And, again, power play was great. Penalty kill was good when it needed to be. But the other storyline has to be Eric Portillo. Uh, over 40 saves last night. And especially early in the game when Ontario did have a slow start, he was there. He was ready. Some of these chances were coming from all over the place. Tucson was directing shots from everywhere, and he was there. Charles Udon was the third star of the game. He had a goal and three assists, primary assists on all of Martin Chromiak's goals. Eric Portillo was the second star, stopping 41 of 42 shots he faced. The only goal he gave up was on a rebound. He made the first save, and it was a really good rebound for Nathan Smith to scoop back up and put in the back of Ontario's net. But 41 saves on 42 shots for Eric Portillo. Parked him as the second star of the game. And then Martin Kromiak, three goals and an assist on the Udon power play goal. His second career hat trick, and certainly the man of the hour in Tucson, along with Eric Portillo as the rain beat the Roadrunners 5-1. to one. Um, Before we get to rain head coach Marco Sturm, who I think had some really good things to say after the game and I think really summed up the, the performance overall from Ontario and from, um, from Martin Kromiak as well, the penalties in this game. I mean, the rain had 38, the Roadrunners had 46. Of course, like we said, the rain, the penalties that they took only resulted in three Tucson power plays, and I think that if you're Marco Sturm and his staff, I think you'll take that. But, you know, going through, you know, we did see Hayden Hodgson and Ben McCartney fight Kevin Connaughton and Curtis Douglas fought and then there was a lot of stuff going on after the whistles as well a couple of misconducts throughout the game as well Um, but the big part I think of this game is that this is not the way that Ontario plays hockey and hasn't the last few years Um, and it is the way that the Roadrunners do and the rain knew that going in and I think that's what one of the most impressive things is is you know Hayden Hodgson took some penalties tonight and wasn't around. Andre Lee, you know, is not here. Um, uh, Jacob Doty, obviously, is not here. So the rain were not really built to play this type of physical penalty-riddled game as they did on Friday night, and they dealt with it well and remained in control when things started to get out of hand, and it worked out. They did, and, you know, Hayden Hodgson had one big hit that kind of lit a fire under the Roadrunners, and... Again, Ontario did a great job with the penalty kill. And the Roadrunners just got so obsessed with the, the violent part of the game that they kind of took themselves out of it. And Hayden Hodgson set him off. Uh, we weren't really sure at the time when, the, when he took the charging penalty in, near the end of the second period. My initial reaction was, uh-oh, just what you need to do is wake these guys up. And the rain were up 3-1. to one. There was really... Not that much physicality, not many penalties at that point. In fact, you know, up to that point, Hayden Hodgson had the only penalty for Ontario of the game, and it was a two-minute minor for high sticking, and the rain killed it off. So it wasn't that type of a game for a while, and then all of a sudden it really quickly devolved into just chaos. And, you know, I know obviously fans get excited 
Uh, you know, fans like that type of play. But I think there's a difference between playing physically, which I think, look, you look at, and again, you talk about the style the Rain want to play. They want to play physically. Look at some of these guys on the team. They've got Jacob Doty. They've got Hayden Hodgson. They've got Samuel Hellanius who throws hits, and he, he'll he drop the gloves and fight. I mean, a guy like Nikita Pavlichev, maybe not as thick, but huge guy. Andre Lee, you mentioned, Josh. I mean, there's been plenty of guys that have obliged dropping the gloves. Taylor Ward some, will, will sometimes fight. Uh, you know, Kevin Connaughton, uh, you know, example of a guy who dropped the gloves this past game. But there are plenty of different players on the roster who will stick up for their teammates and be physical when they need to. Um, the Rain have plenty of guys that, that can get involved in that area, but they're not they're not they're looking to win games. <laughs> they're not worried about that. That's not the the primary focus. The primary focus is put the puck in the net. You want to be physical, you want to be hard to play against, that's part of the game. And again, you don't have a guy on your team like Jacob Doty if you don't consider that to be important. But at the same time, like even well Jacob Doty will tell you, like, you gotta pick your spots. Like Jacob Doty's not out there running around trying to incite different things if the team you know is playing even if even when the team is down like we see J- jacob Doty is very calculated on on what he's doing out there he's not just running around losing his temper he's extremely calculated and that's why that he's so valuable so i think you know just for for me watching tucson like they're a team that entered in first place and there's something to be said for that and i'm not taking anything away from what they've done on the ice success this season but I do think, you know, when it comes later in the year when you're playing good teams and you got playoff games, like, that's going to hurt you if you play like that. You know, we were going into the third period, and you and I had talked a little bit both on the air and off the air, that when these two teams combined for over 40 penalty minutes in the final three and a half minutes of the second period, even though the rain were up 3-1, we thought that that game was far, far from being over. And we didn't know what to expect. Ultimately, the Reigns scored twice on the power play in the third period, and they win the game 5-1, to one, and they, even more so in the third than in the second period, the Reign looked to be in complete control of the game in the third period. We talked with Reign head coach Marco Sturm a little bit about that after the game, and here's our chat. Well, I guess overall thoughts on, uh, it was probably a crazy game to, to coach with a lot of different situations, but your team stayed pretty composed. Uh, yeah, that, that's something we talked about the last or last week, and uh, you know they came out pretty good. They uh, skated well. They they were hungry, and uh, we just scored at the right time, I guess. And and Ports kept us in the game early, so uh, so I give him credit, and I also give my team credit. They they stick with it, and I they came back uh, uh, better and, and skated better in a second period, and and, uh, and again, yeah. In the key moments, we just scored, and that was a big difference. Now, obviously, games like that can be difficult to play in and, and coach in, but how did you keep your team focused in a way where they could pull ahead by multiple goals against the division-leading team? Yeah, no. I, I, again, this, we were working on this, and uh, and uh, seems like we, we have ourselves in better control on the road uh, for some reason. Um you know, so the pressure was on on the other team, and and again we we, we settled everything down. Uh, we know we are gonna have good goaltending, and uh, and the power play came through. So, you know, a lot of good things, and uh, yeah, no, it was a big win. And now time to get some rest and get again tomorrow. I asked about the for the guys about this, but how much did it help having those practice days to practice the five forwards out there before they didn't seem like. 
maybe they were used to it and now they knew, knew what they were going to do. Yeah, no, and uh, we used that one day for that. And uh, overall, we, we we needed to skate again and have, like you said, some good practices. And uh, sometimes it's good to have a, a, a week like that. And uh, no, the guys worked really well. Um, they worked hard. And uh, and for me, there was no no surprise today. They, they came up with a big win. So, again, I give them credit for, for a, a good week. Um, at practice and they carried over. Talk about the week and you didn't have the guys skate this morning. I know a lot of times after a travel day like yesterday and it was an off day, uh, you would skate, but a little bit change up there. And I don't know, how did you feel the guys handled that? No, um, you know what? Uh, there were two reasons. One was, uh, um, you know, I, I, I planned the practice um, last week really hard and uh, because I knew I'm going to get him a few days off here. Uh, and I also want to have him fresh, um, you know, not just physically or mentally too. I want I wanted to have him be sharp. Uh, and uh, you know, the last time we did it, it was Coachella. We played our guest, probably our best game in Coachella, and we won. So I thought let's try it again, and and it worked. Another thing I asked you after the last game about Chromie, and you said you know change the stick tape, but you but you said it was you know he's been doing some of the right things. Some of these guys have been doing the right things, and uh, obviously a big night. Not only the goals, there's a lot of other chances that he had that didn't even go into. Yeah, he was dangerous, and uh, I think he feels more and more comfortable with uh, playing with Pines and and Hoots, and, and and they like him. I know that, and uh, because of we saw it today, right? Uh, he can be a really threat. He. He can skate, he can shoot, and uh, you know sometimes uh, we want him to play a little bit harder and dirtier, but we're working on that. He's, he's getting uh, much better at it, and uh, and again, uh, he's one of those guys. He made a big stride this year, and uh, we're gonna continue to work with him. He said he felt like that he maybe improved some other things that are not scoring related. So is it nice to still see the puck go in for him? Because obviously he knows he's a goal scorer at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and uh, but you know what? Uh, um, he thought that way, and I thought that differently because he's never in trouble uh, defensively. He's barely in trouble, and he takes pride in that. I know that, but now I want him to be more dangerous in uh, in the offensive zone and uh, and uh, not just on the power play, just by moving his feet. And he's so strong and and, and, and so powerful. Um, you can't stop him. We can see it today. So. That's something we we need to be, or he needs to be consistent to be to be like a power forward because he can. Obviously, you guys are a little bit short-handed these last couple of weeks defensively, and then tonight Kevin Connaughton was unavailable for about 15 minutes. What did you make of the way that the the guys who were available in that third period played to start? You know, those first 15 minutes. Yeah, no, they uh, again they uh, I thought our D two overall had. They had a tough start because of their pressure. They they came out really good and and after that, um, you know, starts with R D. They 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 settle things down and you know you could tell uh, some guys got played a lot of minutes lately. So they're getting I think they're getting more and more comfortable sometimes in in certain situations. But but again, um, it's tough to lose a veteran and a guy like Kevin uh, for such a long time. But the guys did a pretty good job and uh, but yeah we. We need the guys on the ice. Um, you know, they they have a lot of guys who want to play that way. It doesn't matter. We want to play hockey. We want to get the points, and, and we want to get the get get out of here. So, um, 
so we're going to work on that. A little bit different to this team was in first place to start the night, and it's not really the type of hockey you necessarily see from a first place team, but it obviously it's kind of what, what they do. That's their identity. Um, how do you guys prepare for, for a team like that? No, it was, uh, I mean, they're good. They, uh, I think they came a long way. They, like I told the, the team, um, it's not like the Tucson team from the past. Uh, they really stepped it up this year, the way they play. They play really fast. They have a good mix, and, and, and they can play hard too, you know. So uh, we just uh, got to make sure you, you, you defensively do your job, and when you do that, you're going to get some chances, and that's what happened today. That's Rain head coach Marco Sturm following last night's 5-1 win over the then first-place Tucson Roadrunners in southern Arizona. Tonight, the Rain and the Roadrunners are back in action. The Roadrunners are now second in the Pacific Division after Coachella Valley lost in overtime a night ago, so they've got 51 points and are now in first place in the Pacific Division. The Rain, with 48 points, are a win away from moving into a tie for second place in the Pacific Division with the Tucson Roadrunners. So you can tune into the game live tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific on the Rain Broadcast Network. That's OntarioRain.com slash radio and on the brand new Rain app as always. And important to note for tonight, we mentioned this yesterday uh, on the Rain Check Game Day forecast, but to celebrate 50,000 American Hockey League games in the league's history, every single game across the league, including Rain and Roadrunners tonight in Tucson, is free to view on AHL TV. It is, and what you will most likely see, we don't have it confirmed, but I think it was a really good sign that Aaron Dell was backing up Eric Portillo in yesterday's game, and I think it's more than likely that you'll see Aaron Dell make his Ontario Reign debut tonight. So that'll be a free game on, on AHL TV. Uh, again, we talked about all the different storylines coming in, but worth mentioning that Aaron Dell, a, a guy who has played a significant amount of time in the NHL, uh, wasn't playing with a NHL or AHL team at the early part of this year. He had a couple PTOs uh, during the preseason with NHL teams. Didn't stick with anybody. Went to the Spangler Cup uh, international tournament representing his home country of Canada. Uh, had a, I'm sure had a lovely time over there. A nice winter break type uh, tournament that they have, which a couple rain players have participated in before. Uh, was looking for a team to sign on with. With the injury to Phoenix Copley, the LA Kings organization down a goaltender, and the Rain signed Arundel to an AHL contract, but he has been basically just getting in shape and practicing over the past month at this point. It, it seems like it's been a while since he actually joined the roster. I think uh, the Rain were in San Jose the first time that he actually skated with the team on morning skate of the game on January 9th. So it's been a good couple weeks of Arundel getting ready. And it looks like, if everything goes well, uh, that he will make his rain debut tonight. And that'll be a, a, a great thing for Ontario to have even more depth at the goaltending position. A position which they you know, they, they haven't had anything to complain about. The, the goaltenders for this team have been nothing short of outstanding. Uh, whether it's been David Riddick, who earned himself a call-up to the LA Kings. Uh, Eric Portillo, who just played his 20th game of the season already uh, and has had excellent numbers throughout. And Jacob Bingham, who's been called up in a pinch uh, and has been excellent as well in, in pinch duty and had great start to the season with Greenville. So hopefully for Ontario, maybe, you know, just the way that the structure is, the way that they're playing in front of their goaltenders helps them. But, you know, we'll, it'll be exciting to see Aaron Dell 
uh, whenever he does get in the net, but it looks like it's going to be sooner rather than later. Yeah, could be tonight against the Roadrunners, a veteran of over 130 NHL games across eight seasons in the National Hockey League, playing for the Sharks, the Devils, and the Sabres. He also spent seven years in the Sharks organization from 2014 to 2020, and then last year playing in the AHL for the San Jose Barracuda. So maybe we'll see Aaron Dell in between the pipes for the Ontario Reign tonight. 6 p.m. puck drop across the Reign Broadcast Network and on AHL TV for free. We hope you'll join us then. Have a great Saturday, everybody, and we'll talk to you on the air. See you next time on the next Rain Check Game Day forecast presented by Rotolo Chevrolet.